0: Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today, dangerous household items you need to stop using immediately. When patients come in our offices, uh, we work on everything. We work on, of course, the spine, the nervous system, the digestive system, the diet. But we also want to look at their lifestyle because there are certain things you may be doing every single day that's actually adversely affecting your health. And so we're going to try to cover every aspect we can of your health. So we're going to talk about that. Second part of the show, home remedies that are backed by science. Home remedies that really work. Things that you can do every single day to help get you well and keep you well. It's so going to cover those two topics. So I want to jump right in. I've got way too much information to cover in just uh, this, this short time. I want to talk about dangerous household items that you want to quit right away. And the first one is nonstick cookware. If you're still using nonstick cookware, the old-fashioned kind, I want you to throw it away. I don't want you to give it away. I don't want you to wait until it, it falls apart. Throw it away. It's nice to not have to soak pots and pans. I remember when this first came out way back when, uh, but there's a price. Uh, there's chemicals in there, coatings that make the product non-stick that releases gases when they're heated. And all of those have been linked to, in humans, the higher risk of cancer and harmful health effects. So what's safe? What's safe is stainless steel, so if you get a good, high-quality stainless steel, that should be fine. Uh, sometimes they may have aluminum on the bottom, but that's fine, or copper to conduct heat. But as long as the part that's touching uh, the food is a high-quality stainless steel, you should be good. Second thing that works is glass. Now, I am a big fan of glass, of course. It, it cleans easy. Um, if, if it does burn, which sometimes it does in the oven, uh, you can just soak it overnight if you need to. You can take a abrasive uh, pad and rub over it, and that should work, too. And uh, – uh, cast iron cast iron is great make sure it's made in the United States cast iron made in other countries sometimes has toxic chemicals in it now if you don't know how to use cast iron it's it's tough because you have to switch your your mindset what you do is you season the cast iron so what that means is when you get it you can wash it really good then put some oil in it you could use coconut oil or uh, avocado oil oil that does well at high high heats put it in the oven and you leave it in the oven I think it's like an hour and what that does is it infuses the oils into the uh, metal. And then when you're done using it, you don't wash it with soap and water. You can use water and then you wipe it out or you can get a brush type thing or a, 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 a non-soapy uh, pad and just wipe it out. It's so hard not to use soap on it because you want to use soap on it. Now, if something's stuck to the bottom, just soak it for a little bit overnight and it'll come right out. And then if it starts losing its non-stickability, you have to season it again. Put some oil, wash it, put some oil in it, put it in the oven. So those are three things that I have in my house. You probably should have in your house too. And those are going to be the safest choices. Now, there's some of them that have come out. uh, They're new. They're they're diamond strength. And I don't know about them yet because I've been around long enough to be tested. But the old style, especially the cheaper ones, just get them out of your life because those toxic chemicals you're cooking and the toxic chemicals being absorbed into your food. If you have a pet, flea and tick products, they may save your pooch from unwanted bites, but the, the chemicals in a lot of them can cause nervous system damage. So something that Garrett uses on Maggie, our uh, office mascot, uh, quarter water, a cup of white vinegar, and a cup of baby shampoo or liquid dish soap. Make sure you use a natural dish soap, of course. And wash your puppy about once or twice a week. The vinegar will kill the fleas and the ticks. And so that's good for the pu- Better for the puppy, better for you too. Uh, again, whenever you're using anything that comes in contact with your skin or your pet's skin, make sure it's as natural as possible. Here's the rule on things that you wanna put on your skin. If you wouldn't eat it, you shouldn't put it in your body. Now, I'm not saying you should eat a uh, Castile soap, let's say, which is the type of soap I use. But if you ate it, you wouldn't get sick. And that's the thing, because your skin is a sponge. Anything you put on your skin is gonna be absorbed. There's medications. We can put a patch on your body and let it absorb. You can put hormone patches on the body. Uh, you can put uh, drug patches on your body. Why? The skin is a sponge and it gets absorbed so if that's the case then you if you're not going to eat it you wouldn't put it in your body you wouldn't put it on your skin either and that goes for soap shampoos uh, uh 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 conditioners creams lotions
1: colognes and fragrances
0: colognes and fragrances that's good we didn't cover that today you're right i am not a fan of colognes and fragrances most of them are what we call endocrine disruptors what that means is it will alter your hormones so if you're going to use a cologne or a perfume, I recommend essential oils only. Now, you can put it in a carrier oil, like a coconut oil or a good extra virgin olive oil, and that's called a carrier oil, and you put a few drops in that oil and then put it on your body. That's okay. A deodorant that I use, there's two types. One is on our website, drjoe.com, and it's coconut oil, baking soda, and a few drops of uh, tea, tree. tea tree oil. Thank you. And use a double boiler, and you melt them together, and then you, you it comes as a cream, and you just wipe it under your arms. Uh, another thing I use that works real well is uh, alcohol and uh, several drops of tea tree oil as well. And you put it in a spray bottle. And I found this out because there's a company out there that sells it. And basically, it's just alcohol and essential oils. And uh, somebody gave me one once, and it was a rose smell, which I, I like the smell of roses and freesia. Those are my two favorites. Not that that matters. And I started using it. It really worked. So I thought, why am I spending twelve dollars for this thing? All it is alcohol and some essential oils. Mix it up myself, and it works real well. Uh, so those are two things that you might want to consider using. Because again, I would eat coconut oil. I have no problem with that. So I wouldn't eat alcohol. But again, if if I got some in my mouth, I'm not going to die from it. So that's what seems
1: to work real well. And um, Sierra uses a instead of like a, a a normal you know makeup wipe or or something uh, like that that typically has more abrasive chemicals. Um, she just uses witch hazel with a couple of drops of essential oil.
0: Perfect, yeah. And the witch, oil, witch, witch, uh, witch hazel is an astringent. It actually tightens up your skin. Mm-hmm. And you can do witch hazel in that, in that uh, deodorant as well, too. So you can use uh, witch hazel, coconut oil, and baking soda, equal parts. Just use a double boiler, melt it up, and you're done. So it works real well. And the witch hazel then acts as an astringent. It tightens up your skin for you. And so, so many people using toxic chemicals every day, And so even if you come to us and we give you the best chiropractic care in the world and the best medical treatment in the world and the best supplements in the world and the best nutritional advice in the world, you want to cover other aspects of your life as well. And that's what this show's this half of the show is all about. When I think of grandma's house, if I say, What does grandma's house smell like? Garrett, what do you think of? Um, biscuits. Biscuits. I thought mothballs. Okay. We went (laughs) in the wrong direction there. We're southern. Yeah, it was southern, yeah. Mothballs. (laughs) And I still remember whenever I smell mothballs, first thing I think of is my grandmother's house. Now, the reason smells uh, allow you to have such good memories is uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, neurological uh, synapses, it's called, or gaps between your sinuses and the part of the brain that processes smell. So the more gaps or the further away it is from the brain, the less uh, powerful the impulse is. So smells go right up into your, you you inhale, it goes right into your brain. And so that's why it it, it really implants itself in the brain. And that's why you have smells bring back so many memories. But the problem with mothballs is, and products like that, is they can destroy your red blood cells. And it's been proven to cause cancer in animals, not proven to cause cancer in humans yet, but why take that chance? What you can use is uh, cedar. You can buy cedar Uh, cubes or blocks, Uh, or you can actually, I I just saw the other day in a house that I looked at, it had a cedar closet, and they just put cedar on walls, just, you know, uh, instead of uh, over the drywall, and you actually have a cedar closet, and that keeps the bugs out as well. Uh, Much safer, uh, much better for you. Now, if it's a chemical cedar spray, I wouldn't recommend that either. Um, The other thing you can do too, of course, is to protect them is put it in these uh, bags now that you can vacuum seal, and I got a few of those. And you just uh, put a vacuum on it, suck everything up, seal it off. It saves space, and it protects it from the bugs as well. So start thinking about that. If you have mothballs laying around, and I know they're still used around somewhere, uh, not a good idea. But any type, like Garrett was saying, perfumes, colognes, hairsprays, um, the deodorants that are scented, certainly antiperspirants, definitely want to stay away from them. I'm begging you, please, folks, stop using any perspirants. Don't stop using deodorant. Got that, Garrett? Don't stop using deodorant. But antiperspirants, because they have aluminum in them. Now, there's an argument over that. Some people, some researchers say that the aluminum in the deodorant does not get absorbed into your body, and it's no big deal. Other researchers say absolutely positively your body needs zero heavy metal in its, in its uh, ingestion, whether it's aluminum or mercury or other heavy metals. I tend to go with don't put aluminum in your body. What aluminum does, it clogs up your pores, uh, seals it up so you don't sweat, and then the sweat is the thing that causes the bacteria to grow, which stinks. So what do we do about that? You can use witch hazel which is an astringent, uh, which is non-toxic. But I want you to stay away from all antiperspirant. Antiperspirant, by definition, has aluminum in it. Deodorants don't. So it says deodorant antiperspirant, no, just natural deodorants. Again, you can make your own, which is what I do, um, which is perfectly fine, way less expensive too. So,
1: And that recipe is on our website.
0: Uh, the recipe is on our website. Um, just search deodorant. The, just type in deodorant and hit enter, and there it is. So you can make your own uh, but I do want you to get away from those toxic chemicals because those scents, first of all, I don't like the scents. I don't, I've never smelled a perfume that I really like, but essential oils would be fine. Uh, like I said, freesia, rose, uh, tea tree, if you want to just add something. But you know what? You don't need scents. And I covered this years ago. Uh, your body releases something called pheromones. Pheromones are chemicals that other people and other animals will pick up. So you ever meet somebody and you go, I just like this person. I don't know what it is, but I just really like them. And other people, you just don't like them. Some theory is that the pheromones that they're releasing that you can't smell, but you are inhaling, goes to your brain. Your brain processes it and says, no, no, yes, good or bad. So if you're wearing perfumes or colognes, you're covering up your natural pheromones. And so that's not good. And I don't know anyone who wants to be in an elevator or in a car with someone who has cologne or perfume on. It stinks. stinks. So don't think you're impressing somebody with it. Now, you want to impress somebody and you have freesia on or you have rose or something along those lines. People say, that's an interesting scent. What is that? So I'd rather you don't do anything, but if you have to do something, use something like a natural essential oil. And you can mix it, like I said, with a carrier oil and just put a little bit on.
1: Just don't go uh, overboard like Matthew McConaughey on the whole pheromones thing.
0: Oh yeah, what did he do? I didn't know about this.
1: No showers, like no, ah. he didn't wash his hair, oh. no deodorant. It's Matthew McConaughey can get that. away with it. You and I, oh, of course. We can't get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but it's been said that uh, when Napoleon was going home to visit Josephine, he would send letters, don't shower, I'm on my way type thing, or don't bathe at the time um, because of those natural pheromones. I don't get that uh, personally. <laughs> I don't understand it, uh, but it's okay to wash, folks. I think it's a good idea. Uh, air fresheners, same thing. They can accumulate in your body over time. They have toxic chemicals in them that affect your hormones, your reproductive health, especially in children. So if you have a kid uh, and you have air fresheners, horrible. If you go into a daycare center and they have these little things that you plug in the wall to make it smell fresh, horrible for the children's health. Now, you can use essential oil diffusers. That's fine just make sure it's a natural essential oil and make sure it doesn't say made with essential oils. Cause that means there's probably a bunch of other chemicals with a few drops of essential oil. It has to be a pure essential oil diffuser. That's okay. Okay, but don't do the other chemicals uh, because they're dangerous and they're affecting you and especially the children cause their hormones are more susceptible. So just be careful with that. Uh, oven cleaners, boy, are they ever toxic. Uh, I had a pan one time and I burned the heck out of it. And so what I did was I took it outside, I sprayed oven cleaner in it, left it out overnight. Don't inhale oven cleaner toxicity, uh, chemicals. They're extremely toxic. So if you have an oven, in fact, a lot of new ovens are self-cleaning. And what you do is you seal it off and it raises the temperature so hot that it essentially just disintegrates any you build up and then you just wipe it out. But oven cleaners are extremely toxic. Uh, so don't use them. Um, and if you have to use them, you want to open the windows, open the doors, spray them, get the heck out of the house. Wait hours and hours and hours. When it stops smelling, come back in the house. Wear gloves. Wear a mask. Don't let any of that stuff get on you. Really, really toxic stuff. Uh, Furniture polish. What we're talking about today, if you're just joining us, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today is toxic chemicals you have in your house that I want you to get out of your house because they're not good for you. Uh, Furniture polish and stains, really, really bad for you. Uh, Instead of using uh, traditional uh, furniture polish, you can use coconut oil with a few drops of... uh, uh, lemon juice in there, and you can just wipe that on your furniture. It works great. For scratches, if you have scratches in your wood, uh, walnuts. Take a whole walnut and rub it into the scratch and then smooth it out. Many times that covers up the scratch. Real simple and easy. Uh, toilet bowl cleaners, very corrosive. What you want to do is clean your toilet almost on a daily basis. Now, how do you do that? Get a toilet brush. Put it next one, ne- one next to every toilet. And every day, just swish it around. And men especially, men don't always have good aim, and men will splash. Let's call it what it is. So with a toilet brush, just wipe it all out. You should be fine. Uh, But you won't have to uh, chemically uh, poison the air around your toilet or the toilet water itself because those chemicals are being released into the air. And so we don't want to do that either. Uh, Space heaters, of course, if you have a space heater, folks, don't use a gas one. I don't think I need to tell you that. I hope you're smart enough to do that. Um, The gas alone releases toxins in the air, can lead to carbon monoxide poisoning, and excuse me, got excited there. Those toxic chemicals that are released from the gas are obviously not good for you. What you could do is get an electric uh, heater. And with an electric heater, um, there's a dome-shaped one. That's the one that seems to throw off the most heat because otherwise it's just throwing heat around and it doesn't focus it. My gosh, excuse me. Uh, With a a dome-shaped one, it's going to reflect the heat back on you. So that's going to be a much better choice for you. So electric heaters are fine. Um, But I'd stay away from the gas heaters if you can. Uh, Cleaning solutions, I mean, I know that's a broad uh, topic to cover there. But simplest thing, three parts water, one part white vinegar. And that's a good general cleaning solution for windows, for countertops. uh, Works really well. Uh, With your countertops, if you have granite, make sure you clean and seal them twice a year. Granite, if you looked at granite under a microscope, is like a bunch of little straws all standing end to end. And so over time, those straws can start absorbing junk. And so what you want to do is clean them and seal them. And there are natural sealants you can buy as well uh, to kind of fill in those little holes so that the the waste doesn't get absorbed into the uh, granite. Make sure you seal it twice a year. It's really important to do it. It only takes seconds. Clean them real good. Put on the sealant. You're done. But if you don't do that, you run the risk of uh, uh, the, the granite not looking really good, it can get stained. So
1: And then on the household cleaner, the you know mainly just water and a little bit of vinegar. Um, if you have anything that is, is really tough to clean, like like the, the vinegar is really good for cleaning your floors, cleaning your countertops. But if you've got something that you need to scrub, maybe you're scrubbing the top of your, your, uh, your stove um, or something like that, you can always use just a little bit of castile soap in the same mixture. And it'll provide those those suds, um, right. which will help you cut through the, the heavier stuff.
0: Look, mm-hmm. Gary, get real domestic on us here,
1: huh? That is that is not me.
0: That's not you? <laughs> that, is, that is Sierra. Oh, Sierra's the domestic one. Okay. I was going to say, Sierra, you go, girl. Hooking a man like that.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> but it ain't you, so I did take the trash out last night. No way. I did. First time? Uh, this week. Yeah. Oh, this week. Okay. In a while, right?
0: <laughs> Sierra's not here to defend herself, you know, so. So, uh. Anyway, Sarah and Garrett, they, by the way, in case you didn't know that, so, and they're my producers for the show. So, um, Antibacterial soaps. This is a biggie, especially with cold and flu and COVID and people washing their hands all the time. Do not use antibacterial soaps. They have chemicals in them that kill the good bacteria and the bad bacteria. Just plain old soap and water works just as well without the toxic uh, effects of it. Now. I personally use castile soap. Castile soap, you can get it liquid or bar. Uh, C-A-S-T-I-L-L-E, I think it's spelled. Castile soap is fine. It's, it's natural. Uh, it's actually good for your skin. And so one of the people always ask me, you know, how do I look so young? One of the things I do is I use castile soap and I don't use other toxic chemicals. Castile soap everywhere. My bathroom uh, in my office, uh, bathrooms at home, kitchen sink, everywhere is Castile soap. Put a little squirt bottle. It works great. The only downside is if you don't use the squirt bottle for a while, it can harden up and you might get like a little block up of the squirter. So you just have to push a little harder and get it to loosen up. Uh, But Castile soap, absolutely positively, there's tons of different types. Uh, There's peppermint. There's no scent. There's baby. uh, There's rose. Uh, So anyway, you want to use the Castile soap is what I recommend, strongly recommend, Because other soaps can be toxic. They have detergents in them. They can dissolve the oil on your skin um, and and make the skin more susceptible. Because, again, that oil on your skin is a protective uh, barrier, and you don't want to wash that away. So just be careful with that as well. Uh, If you have an old house and you start having flaking paint, you probably want to get somebody to come in and fix that with hazmat suits. You don't want to be scraping paint on your own. Was it 1978? I can't remember the exact year when they outlawed uh, 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 lead paint. So if it's an older house, just be careful. And the other thing with older houses, too, is you run the risk of mold. And if you smell something musty all the time in your house, if you feel sick when you're at your house and you you don't feel you feel better when you're not at your house, you might want to get a mold test done because mold can get into the house and it can be very, very toxic. In fact, I uh, had some friends uh, and they lived up by a lake in Georgia and a lot of people that had lake houses were dying young and like weird things like cancer and and nobody ever put it together. One day I remember walking into a house and going, I smell mold. I wonder if these lake houses, they were really close to the water these houses, if they have mold in them. And if they do, it could be one of the reasons these people are getting sick. So I really want you to be careful with mold. If you do smell mold, fix it. It's not something you want to leave around. Uh, We talked about detergents earlier, uh, uh, soaps anyway, but detergents, you got to be careful. Uh, Of course, there was a while ago that, that the pod challenge where kids were eating soap, which I never understood why you would do that. I mean, I can almost even see like the cinnamon challenge You put cinnamon in your mouth and try to talk or something like that. Ah, it's silly. Ha ha ha. But why would you eat soap? I don't understand that.
1: We, uh, we went to a football party, um, that like around the time that that happened and somebody made those little, those little sandwich cookies, uh, uh, and they, they colored them as, as As pods. pods. (laughs) (laughs) They were
0: great. Your friends have a weird sense of humor. Um, But detergents, there's a lot of natural scent-free detergents. Folks, use those. Um, They're very popular now. Even the big brands have them. So uh, you want to stay away from those toxic chemicals and smells. And uh, Dryer sheets, please do not use dryer sheets. Um, They don't really do anything except they create a little layer of oil on your clothes, and that makes the clothes feel feel smooth. But they're really toxic. A lot of people have allergic reactions. I had horrible allergic reactions. I had a friend of mine one time, and uh, she was my roommate, and she would dry dry and fold my clothes for me. It was great. But I started itching, couldn't figure out why, and then finally I realized she was using dryer sheets. I said, Kay, stop using dryer sheets. She did, and it was fine with me.
1: Um, um, what you can use, though, they have those wool balls. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. If you put essential oils in them, you have to be really careful, though, because they can catch fire. Oh, well, that. so but uh, without essential oils they work great as well okay great
0: if you're new to the show uh, we have four offices in the Atlanta area Marietta Duluth Stockbridge and West Cobb and we are a holistic wellness center and we offer chiropractic care uh, people with digestive issues we see a ton of patients with digestive issues sometimes the stomach is actually pushed up against the diaphragm we need to physically pull the stomach away from the diaphragm you might have acid reflux heartburn burping gas bloating and the medicines that they give you many times, in fact, I just saw a big lawsuit now that causing cancer, one of the big names I won't say. So um, you want to try to fix things, get to the cause of the problems, not just treat the symptoms. So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, headaches, if you've ever been in a car accident ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged. If you have any of these health issues, come see us. Again, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. The website is drjoe.com, and we work on the nervous system, the digestive system, your diet. We have a medical division as well. Uh, PRP is amazing. Uh, PRP is taking your own uh, stem, not stem cells, but cells that stimulate growth called uh, platelets, take them out and re-inject them back into your body in a concentrated form. So if you have knee arthritis, shoulder arthritis, any type of arthritis, I strongly advise you come see us for chiropractic evaluations uh, as well as a possible prp uh, hormone balancing uh, we can do uh prp can be used for so many different things non-surgical facials hair re- restoration re- regrowth of hair erectile dysfunction women that have leaky bladder uh that have issues romantically many times the prp is the natural solution to fixing these things. So if you want to get well, go to our website, drjoe.com. You can make an appointment. Uh, we, the initial visit was 375 That was an exam, x-rays, consultation, first adjustment chiropractic-wise, and then go over your x-rays and a complete nutrition evaluation. We've reduced that for this situation where we are now for one to 199 And we accept most insurances for treatment after that. So there's no reason why you should be suffering. We're doing everything we can except come to you personally to try to get you well and keep you well. So if you want to get well and stay well, drjoe.com. We're more than happy to set you up an appointment. The minimum supplements everybody should be taking are Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. They're on the website, drjoe.com. They're two powders. They taste great. That's your starting point. In the winter, I also recommend you take vitamin D. If you're not taking vitamin D, shame on you. You should be taking vitamin D uh, because the vitamin D is so important for the immune system. So my starter package for winter patients are super greens, essential source, vitamin D, and glutathione. They're all separately listed on the website, drjoe.com. We can send you the supplements. You can pick them up. We have offices again, Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We're more than happy to do that for you. But make an appointment. Come see us. If you have a health care problem and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, just come see us. The biggest complaint I get, been doing this for 37 years, the biggest complaint I get is, why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I suffer for so long? Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, drjoe.com. Tell your friends about the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app.